Hello and welcome to episode number 300 of the Armin Show podcast, the show you've been listening to for some period of time. I don't know how long, but if I check the records, I still wouldn't know because I don't really check the records. Welcome to this episode number 300. How do we get there? Consistency, regular efforts, making moves. That's the only way to get to 300. Got the Armin Show shirt here. Shout outs to past guest. Mary Mullen on this one. That's the logo right there. You know, when you record a video, it's always inverted, but it'll come out the other way. Glad to have you all on here listening to this one. We're in the 300s now. 200 was a real, a real move where we switched it to professors and researchers. And it was a different category. And now we've really stabilized that as we hit 300. What a move. The action behind this is stupendous. Glad for all the listeners, glad for all the experiences, the people, locations all around the world, reaching out, connecting, finding out more information, understanding economics or the brain or science in general or social psychology or more niche topics so these are all good and it's all been done with the power of the logo now even when i made this logo it was in a short minute or two all the good things in life you just go and do and there might be difficulties along the way you adjust and fix and you still go and do the most important thing is that you don't not do You'll just sit there, and then if you don't put out the thing, you don't ship it, like Seth Godin would say. Nobody gets to hear it. Nobody gets to see it. And that's the real flaw. Whatever you've got, at some point, put it out there. Work on it as much as fits you, and then send it out into the public so that they can have a piece of it, too. You can help some people along the way, as I like to attempt to do. Now, on this episode, I want to cover a few things. One, some of the past guests have been wonderful. Guests, for example, like Susan Liatau, author of The Power of Ethics, was recently on Dax Shepard's huge podcast, so that is very cool. Others, it's nice to have the books in place. They have gone on to do great things of their own, and some I keep in communication in some form always little improvements here and there when you do things you're going to improve you'll figure it out you'll figure out how to get the logo in there if you're wearing this shirt for example or to get the lighting a little better whatever little improvements along the way take you from here to there now on the there of this episode i have two topics i want to talk about one of them is declarative energy so if you have something you would like to happen six months from now two years from now it is worthwhile to start saying things about it mentioning it to somebody writing something down about it if you don't want to include people reading something about it finding somebody who already did it any sort of energy you can put towards that thing that will make a substantial difference because Maybe you'll get some feedback. You say something and somebody doesn't want you to do that. And you're like, oh, okay, I understand what this is. There's a negative response. 
I need to adjust who I'm around. Or if you write something down about it, maybe you'll say, oh, I didn't even think about this thing. Details. Details don't come across until you start pushing towards what you're referring to. Then there's a real, there's a buildup. It can really build up to that. But if you don't push towards it, there can be no buildup. And then it's real difficult. And you wonder, why didn't I get there? Because you didn't say anything about it. You didn't write down anything about it. You didn't let people know. You didn't let their negative energy come towards you or positive, whatever it might be. Because you didn't give the world a chance. It's good to give the world a chance in some way. I like to do that. Give it an opportunity to respond to me. If the world doesn't like what I'm doing, I'll feel it. Maybe I'll sense that the thing I'm doing is not exactly valuable or accurate. Or maybe I'll still feel like it's valid and people don't get it. But you can't get that feeling until you start doing the putting out. And if you never put things out, you'll never have a cool shirt like this. Do you see this? Just bringing back the logo right there. For those who are not seeing the visual, and a lot of people take in podcasts only through the audio, not through the visual. Some people just watch the video in the background and then don't actually listen to it. They just play it in the background so they can hear the audio. Who knows how you are taking in this podcast? Who knows? There's no technology to find that out. Actually, there is. So back to declarative energy. People who want to write a book, before they even start, maybe a year before they had a little idea, then they told a friend. They said, wait a minute, should I talk about Meadowlarks? Oh, there goes that book. Meadowlarks? Yes. Here is In Search of Meadowlarks by John Marsleff, past guest. Now, if he didn't research Meadowlarks for a long time or tell us a friend of his Wait, I feel like writing a book. Do you think that's a good idea? Or start to think of the chapters he would put together. That book didn't happen then. It never would have come out. And then I wouldn't have known about his content in that capacity. Maybe some others who researched with him would, but I wouldn't. So if you want to reach a certain demographic, you have to be putting in the effort to reach certain demographics. Some things in life come to you but I have always thought that the best things in life are those that you reach for because you're reaching up. People don't usually reach down. Whereas the things coming to you just handed out, the chance of them being up from you and valuable is much lower. There's no chance of rejection if it's coming towards you, but the quality is not likely as good as when you reach out. Sometimes it won't work out, but sometimes you'll be able to grab something up there, as it would be called. John Marsluff wrote that book about meadowlarks, the birds. Good to speak with him as well. It's nice to have a lot of books of people I have talked to along the way. I like books. They're a compilation. A lot goes into them. Research, thoughts, connection with people that those individuals know. It's a lot. Every time while a book is being written, they have to take a breath between each chapter. Chapter one is done. And then onward. Chapter two. Chapter three and so on. This is a great way to break things up into segments. Think, 
write things out in sections, and pause with one's thoughts. Long live deep breaths, meditation, resting, closing your eyes, these kinds of things can be super healthy. And I believe will be much more popular in the 2020s, going all the way until 2030, who knows, onward. But they are all things that make less. They turn it into less, less light stimulation, less sound, less incoming input of social media or requirements and moments of peace. There's something great to be said about moments of peace and relaxation where you can figure out the next steps along the way that you could not have done with seven hours lacking peace. That would not have been possible. But with those five minutes of peace, maybe suddenly, boom, I figured out this. I understand this concept, whatever it might be. Peace is a very nice deal you could make with yourself. You control that. Once in a while, if you can't do it in your location, maybe at a park, laying down, there's somewhere, most likely, that you can find peace. It's worth it. So declarative energy, it gives a lot of power. If I start saying, well, it's episode 300, this is what I haven't planned, been planning for 310, 320, uh, this is what I, who I want to talk to, well, that is more likely to occur than if I just say, hey, we'll see how it goes, which can work. But there's a real power in saying, I want it to be like this. I would like to have these kinds of guests who wrote these books team up with those, whoever. It builds up momentum from yourself. You don't need somebody else for this one. Now on to the next topic. After declarative energy is never starting from scratch. Anything you would like to do in life, it might look like you're starting from scratch. Let's say when I started my website in 2008 for blogging, timeless information, before I wrote my first article, I was starting from scratch because I didn't have any articles. So in that regard, yes. But had I written before creatively, yes, in creative writing class or in my journals, those were basically my journals, but on the internet. These podcasts are basically my thoughts, but in audio-video form, with lots of passion. Look at all this passion. Hand it out. And with my website, before I wrote that first article, I had done writing for years. So you're not starting from scratch. Let's say you jump on a new social media. You may have zero followers there, but you're not starting from scratch. You might have 50 somewhere else. And if you tell some of them, maybe three of them come over here. Once again, not starting from scratch. Humanity has always continued from the past. So there isn't any sort of starting from scratch for anybody. Even the person who feels like they began from completely zero, maybe in one category, their bank account or their number of networking friends. But they didn't start from zero, zero, zero. They're still a human being. They came from some family tree. There is some connection to the rest of humanity and Earth. 
which we are finding out more and more about through research, archaeology, genealogical research, go back a few generations of humans leading up to where we are, we are the ones that came out. We're the ones that were the winners, the ones who lasted until the moment. So that is something to take into account and not disregarded when someone is like, what? I am not, I, I started from zero. Maybe not exactly. Now you can use this for like my blog or this show, for example, I was talking to people before I was on here and I was doing videos with people on the street in Snapchat before I did it in, let's say, Instagram, something like that. The trends continue. It's not really like you're starting from scratch, which is a nice feature. Then you don't feel like you have to get your wheels going. Your wheels are already going which is good. It would be nice to have an audience here, by the way. But in the future, maybe I will have some sort of live audience, something so there's feedback. I like communicating, but I also like when there's questions or feedback or commentary, which podcasts are not really set up for in this way. But you can record them live. And there's other avenues out there for that kind of communication which is good. I like these two topics. Now, a third one I want to throw in that wasn't listed on my plan is someone recently messaged me about giving them some advice for public speaking. Sometimes when people want to take social risks or do public speaking or anything like that, I will be reached out to because they have a sense that I have no fear or anxiety in relation to public, the social space, making things, expressing. And so it's always nice to hear from people that way. And I also want to pass on a little bit of the message that I would have with regards to that topic, expressing ourselves. I like to pass this on to a lot of people, which I've been doing actually quite a bit lately, as far as liking who you are and understanding what reality is. If you understand what's happened with humanity for 10, 50, 100 years, maybe you wouldn't put so much pressure on yourself for smaller things. There's a listing of all the people that were notable from the last 500 years in this one picture that somebody made online of different categories, philosophers or business people or scientists or artists. And this listing is the most known people. It covers 80% of who people would think of when they think of the last 500 years. And it's only, let's say, 500 people. I don't know how many people it was on the picture. But we have had billions of people. And it looks like just hundreds, let's say a 1,000 people, and that's pushing it a little bit, have really dominated humanity in one way or another for the past 500 years, maybe a thousand or onward we go. If that's the case, and billions have and will be 
nearly forgotten, how can we put so much weight on the little things we do right now? Or if like the angle of this video is slightly off, or if the lighting is sort of off, or something with the audio or some little detail, details are great. But if you don't represent for yourself in this limited time we have, then it's one of the other billions that disappears that you may become. And does this mean everybody should want to be that? No, but the perspective is important. So you don't put so much weight on it. There are people walking around thinking that something they do tomorrow or next week has this much importance. But in the bigger picture, it starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller. And you don't want to go too big picture, but at some level, it's manageable. It's not so stressful because it's not such a big deal or so serious. And the people who have that view, they get a lot done. They're some of the people, you know their names and you know what they make and do. And they don't get stopped. It's very important. You don't get stopped. If you get stopped, then next week, it takes a lot of movement to get back going. There's friction. You don't want this high level of friction. You want to be rolling so hard that the momentum is helping power you now. The wheels are already going 60 miles an hour. Now let's say next week you want to take a break. You slow down to 50 and you're still going 50. Then you get back up to 60. But if you're at zero, it takes a lot to get back up to 60. And that's not fun, especially when you feel like 60 is your home. Then it's like you left your home for a while at zero miles an hour of productivity. And then it takes a lot of effort to get back to your home, which can be a great place. 60 miles an hour, possibly more in kilometers per hour. It would be eight fifths. At uh, six, almost 80, 90, somewhere in there of kilometers per hour. So even more, it's actually the same speed, but in a different unit. It's nice to be at your speed in your place where you'd like to be with your level of peace, with your level of freedom. But these things require consistent effort and management or else the regular society around us will not assist in that. Your being is great, but you have to represent for your being, or else it will be set aside, completely set aside, and not part of the news in tomorrow's daily news. Keeping track of that. That's the third point I wanted to bring up on this one. The one cool thing about this episode is not only is it 300, but it is likely to be at the 30 minute mark. And then I had in general three topics I want to cover. There's a real three team theme on this one that is in place. Three is a cool feature. We are at a substantial in the threes hundreds as far as people watching the show on YouTube and then there's people also listening to it on Spotify and other 
outlets, which is a nice feature as far as the bigger picture. Always have the bigger picture in mind. Medium is the plans for next few months. And then short term can give you motivation. Like, oh, yesterday I did this thing. That can be motivation. Two weeks ago I did this thing. That's cool. I didn't know if I would be able to do that. Short term gives you energy. But the long term is what gives you that 60 miles an hour momentum. That one is, it's hard to slow down. If you have something going really well for years, it, it is very difficult to stop it in a day. Now, there's somebody out there who has a business who says, yeah, well, what about the virus impact on my business? That's true. So if there's some sort of shock factor thing, that can do it. But outside of something like a huge pandemic or a huge earthquake or some huge change to the economy, it takes a lot to stop something that's going well quickly. It may happen over time, one, two, three, four, five years, but it won't happen quickly. Let's say you have a lot of customers. Some will still be coming for months and months and months. Or you have a lot of followers or subscribers or attention or energy, whatever it is. It's not likely that it just disappears automatically. One thing I notice is that I say a lot in these episodes, but it's because I want to get a lot across all at once. And when I hear other podcasts, it sometimes to me seems like there's a lot of conversational banter, which is not my category. So because I don't include that, I want it to be consistent thoughts, following thoughts, ideas, messages. I like it to be consistent. I could leave more spaces, but in audio form, that's a deep breath, and it'll seem like a space. It's reasonable, but I also like when it is continuous because the internet is pretty fast paced. People will, you might listen to something for two minutes and then if it suddenly has a pause for too long, boom, you're gone. You're like, oh, your brain starts thinking and you go on to the next thing. The attention span somewhat shorter now. But if your content is wonderful, that doesn't matter. If people have liked my stuff for months and months and months and months, maybe a little space of breathing like is not a big deal. Actually, James Nestor would say through the nose. So hmm, that kind of breathing wouldn't send somebody away who's watching or listening because they're with it. They're with the show. They want to see more of it. It's like an episode of some TV show where if some variety happened, it's not a big deal. The person doesn't just disappear. A lot of sitcoms on TV, they really focus on that so that there's never any down points. There's a joke, then there's a buildup, then there's a joke, then there's a moment, then there's a there's no pause because they're always very careful that if there's ever a pause, somebody would have changed the channel 15 years ago or somebody would switch to a different stream in 2021. People are very careful about these kinds of details. Now, I've covered a few topics here and described a little bit about my communication style. What is or what are some 
goal-oriented themes now that we are in the 300 section of the Armin show. Well, one theme is to not to put too much weight on it. What comes out is now a continued effort. There's something nice when you have 300 episodes behind you where it's a package deal. If you have three episodes behind you, it's not a package deal. It's not developed in some form. So then the effort is now on you. But when you have a substantial thing behind you, which is why I recommend making something in a category that you value, it's there. So if another episode comes out tomorrow, 301, well, that's one episode on the back of 300 episodes, a solid base. If someone likes that, they might check one from one of my guests or another guest. Or they might go really far back to check one of my early episodes with uh, one of my friends or one of my early ones of me just talking about books because I had quite a few of those. So there's a base there, a whole network of my guests and my books and past people and audio and before it was even video that if I just started tomorrow, I don't have all that. So we need to always take account of the things we have built if we have because it's a reminder hey look look at that it's like the pyramids they are well known they were built they're still sitting there they have been there a long time in a pyramid shape that is a strong development somebody can say look what I did and in that case 500 years later can still say the grand, grand, great, great, great grandchildren can say, look, it's still there, that those pyramids. So we each can make our own pyramids by putting each huge block down in a shape that means something to us. In that case, it was a pyramid. Yours could be a rectangle or a sphere or some sort of network of articles podcasts, recipes, cooking videos, musical tutorials. The options are huge. Real estate purchases, favorite colors. Whatever collection you have or would want to build up, that can be your base. And then when you have your base, it's your base. You made it. Let's say you like to go and take pictures of waterfalls. Today you might have none, but you do this for a year. Now you have pictures of all kinds of waterfalls. You've looked up a lot of other people's pictures. You know other people who take pictures. Maybe you've talked to some of them. Maybe you've seen some more interesting waterfalls you didn't even know existed. Maybe you figured out the right angle to take a picture of a waterfall at where you get the shine coming off of the water into your image so many parts come together with you building up a base of your thing that can't happen if you just did two of that take a picture of waterfall today and then on thursday you take another one there's no base you just have two pictures it didn't build into anything so a lot of the fun cool things in life socially or personally come from that building process 
that I like to support or talk about, and earlier was mentioning with the declarative energy, if you want to start that before you say, okay, I'd like to build this, I would like to this, draw a picture of it, put a vision board of it. Some people like vision boards. Write it down in your journal or Evernote or Notion. Write it down the next day. If you didn't do anything, write it down the next day. Tell a friend. Little by little, boom, next thing you know, you're taking waterfall pictures. Here, there, everywhere. And now, when people want to know, hey, what's the best waterfall I can find? You go to this individual. And they say, well, I've been doing this for months and months and months. You would go to this country and you would go to this lake thing next to a mountain and there's where it's pouring and you can get the right angle long live my examples i think of them on the spot i don't even think about waterfalls much but in this case it showed up and if i didn't start this episode i wouldn't have thought of even the waterfall example you could fill it in with your own example but the main point there is some of the good stuff doesn't even come up until you let it come up. Which is why that peace was very valuable that I mentioned earlier. If you're at peace and sometimes close your eyes or meditate or relax, next thing you know, some of the good stuff that your mind has been working on shows up. And then you can connect it with your current moment in life in relation to your environment and then pass it on to some of the people who you are connected with and immediately in a day or month or week you're bringing value i will leave it at that as far as value this has been episode number 300 300 of the armin show podcast hope you've enjoyed so far what great things may come and we are out <laughs>